The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Tuesday Good News Day, a reminder to you to go out and spread the good news. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, July 11th, 2023, Tuesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Benedict. He was born in central Italy about 480, studied at Rome, and early in life was drawn to monasticism. At first, he became a hermit, withdrew to a high cave in the mountains for three years. Some monks chose Benedict as their leader for a while, but found his strictness not to their taste. But he had an idea of gathering various families of monks into one grand monastery to give them the benefit of unity, fraternity, and permanent worship in one house. Finally, he began to build what was to become one of the most famous monasteries in the world, Monte Cassino. The rule that gradually developed prescribed a life of liturgical prayer, study, manual labor, and living together in community under a common abbot. Today, the Benedictine family is represented by two branches, the Benedictine Federation and the Order of Cistercians of the Strict Observance. St. Benedict died about 547. St. Benedict, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today is the Feast of Saint Benedict. Saint Benedict in 1964 was referred to by Saint Paul, Pope Paul VI, who's now Saint Paul VI, as patron saint of Europe. So he's one of a few, a few saints uh, taken as, as patrons of the whole continent of Europe. So praying as we are around the world, this meditation, we give thanks to God for the legacy of this saint. Many, many refer to him as the father of monasticism, the, the founding father of, of what it was to leave the world and to set up community, community living all with the same vision in mind, which was holiness. Absolutely clear in St. Benedict's mind was holiness. Jesus, we are switching on this meditation today, wherever we are, walking, driving, sitting in a church. We have the same desire, Jesus, which is to be holy, 
Jesus, we long to be holy. We long to hear the call that you've placed on our heart to be like you. This is what holiness is, to be like you in all things. Thank you for the model of St. Benedict, the model of so many saints who in, in their context in life, in family life, in religious life, in the case of St. Benedict, in the priesthood, in teaching, in nursing, in the, the many, many daily things that go on for us, the saints chose you. And sometimes they didn't choose you and they had to repent and choose you again. St. Benedict teaches us that desiring holiness with everything we have is worth it. So Benedict left the world. He found it um, painful to be living in the world. His, his call, your call to his heart, Jesus, was, was to separate himself from the world around him. That call is given to some people today. Jesus, you ask some people to leave behind everything, to leave behind family, to leave behind possessions, to leave a desire for a career, to leave maybe even the place that they live, and to follow you in religious life. Religious life meaning consecrated life in vows. So St. Benedict and all who've, who, who, who follow a religious vocation take vows of poverty, to own nothing, to call nothing my own, to hold nothing as, as an earthly treasure. That's a, that's a difficult call. It's a difficult vow to make. The vow of poverty, the vow of chastity. So to commit one's desire for relationship, to commit that desire to Jesus. Jesus, to say to you, I choose nobody in this life but you. I'll give myself to nobody but you. This is the second uh, vow. And the third vow they take is the vow of obedience. So someone entering religious life takes a vow of obedience to the superior of that community to say, I, I choose to, to place myself under the obedience of that person. So what that person asks of me, the task that they give me in the house or the mission they give me in the, in the community or maybe even what community I live in, that I move, that I move community, I move to a different country. All these things, I place myself under the obedience of, of another person the person that I live with. These are referred to as the evangelical councils. Jesus, each one is challenging for us. You know, you might be praying, I'm praying about these vows, having not taken them. That might be the case for you too, as you pray with me today. I haven't taken vows. And I look at the life of St. Benedict and, and his... Um, his lesson, I suppose we could say, to, to all those religious who came after, um, that that this was worth it, that Jesus is worth everything. So a priest, when a priest is ordained, he doesn't take vows in the same way. We make a promise. I made a promise of obedience to my bishop, so similar, but not quite the same. It's not a vow. And I promise to be celibate. Celibacy is something um, asked of the priest in the the Latin Rite Catholic Church, for the priest to remain uh, without a family, he remains unmarried his life, in his life. But the specific vows taken by a religious, they only make sense, Jesus, because you are our joy. <laughs> You're the one who fulfills us. 
St. Peter says to you in the gospel today, what about us? We've left everything and followed you. There can be a sense with this, you know, whether whether we're someone who's taken vows like St. Benedict or someone in consecrated religious life, or whether we're trying to live our faith in, in, the, in the context of our day, you know, in the office, in the family, in school, at university, at college, in my, with my friends, when I'm in the pub, when I'm in church, when I'm at sports club, you know, in all these places, I try to be the same person. You know, I'm trying to live this, the virtue of unity of life. In those places, we have had to, because we're choosing to, to, to look for holiness, we have had to leave something behind. It's worth thinking, Jesus, as we pray, what is it you've asked me to leave behind? Maybe it was a relationship that wasn't leading to life. Maybe it was um, a friendship that I that I had to let go of because you know it wasn't it wasn't doing me any good in my faith. Maybe it was a job, a job that I had that that wasn't doing something that glorified you. Maybe it was uh, a hobby, a hobby that again wasn't um, wasn't filling me with light. It was taking me away from you. Maybe it's the music I listen to. Maybe it's the things I watch or the material I read. Some habit that was causing me to, to come away from you, Lord, rather than towards you. What is it that, Jesus, you asked me to leave behind? There can be a sense in which we can say like Peter, what about us? <laughs> I left behind my music collection. What do I get in return? What about me, Jesus? I, you know, I left that, I left that bar when the conversation was becoming unhelpful. Well, what do I get in return? Jesus, this is the moment where St. Benedict would say to us these words. He says, listen and attend with the ear of your heart. So St. Benedict is known uh, commonly as the saint of, of work and prayer. He would say, ora et labora, prayer and work. And if we're not careful, we can understand those words as, so when I work, I'm praying. So when I go about my daily work, I'll just call it all a prayer. You know, I'll, I'll do whatever I want and I'll say, well, Lord, I'm praying. You know, I just give it to you all as prayer. Well, St. Benedict understood we can only offer our work to God. We can only um, make the whole day into a prayer if we're trying to listen with the ear of our heart, he says. And this, Jesus, is the reward. This is the reward that you promised to your disciples. The reward is you. You are the reward. You are what makes it worthwhile to leave behind everything or to leave behind anything. It doesn't make sense unless the reward far outweighs the thing that was left behind. You know, maybe we, maybe we love this particular, I don't know, box set. And actually, the content in it wasn't helpful for us. And so maybe through confession or through conversation with someone else or just through our own conscience, we thought, I've got to leave that behind. I've got to, I, got, I shouldn't be watching that anymore. The reward is so much greater than anything I might be getting from that, from that box set. The reward is you, Jesus. And Benedict teaches us, I have to be trying to encounter you, meet you, meet you in my prayer. Listen with the ear of your heart. What does that look like in my own prayer? Are there any moments in my day where I try to listen with the heart to the voice of Jesus? Or actually, is my day very, very noisy and there's nowhere really to, 
to tune into him or to tune out from the world and to tune into Jesus. And that was one of St. Benedict's gifts to us was that for him, it was a physical leaving the world in order to enter totally into the desire of holiness. Well, well, for us too, I have to leave the world in a sense. I have to leave the noise. I have to switch off the noise, switch off the phone, switch off the TV, switch off the radio from time to time to enter into a listening with the heart. Jesus, we thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to, to pray um, about one of the masters of religious life. Maybe religious life isn't my call, and yet St. Benedict can teach me so much. He can teach me the importance of of tuning out from something that is distracting me, that is unhelpful for me, that I need to let go of, to tune out of that, to tune into you. Teach us, Jesus, the beauty of your voice and help us to be attracted to you each and every day. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And you'll find plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin the liturgical day in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of St. Benedict. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin our day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord. Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in His saints. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Surrender to God, and He will do everything for you. Do not fret because of the wicked. Do not envy those who do evil, for they wither quickly like grass and fade like the green of the fields. If you trust in the Lord and do good, then you will live in the land and be secure. If you find your delight in the Lord, he will grant your heart's desire. Commit your life to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. 
so that your justice breaks forth like the light, your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait in patience. Do not fret at the man who prospers, a man who makes evil plots to bring down the needy and the poor. Calm your anger and forget your rage. Do not fret, it only leads to evil. For those who do evil shall perish. The patient shall inherit the land. A little longer, and the wicked shall have gone. Look at his place, he is not there. But the humble shall own the land and enjoy the fullness of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Surrender to God, and and He will do everything for you. Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. The Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. Turn Turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey Him. The wicked man plots against the just and gnashes his teeth against him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is at hand. The sword of the wicked is drawn. His bow is bent to slaughter the upright. Their sword shall pierce their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken to pieces. The just man's few possessions are better than the wicked man's wealth. For the power of the wicked shall be broken, and the Lord will support the just. He protects the lives of the upright. Their heritage will last forever. They shall not be put to shame in evil days. In time of famine, their food shall not fail. But all the wicked shall perish, and all the enemies of the Lord. They are like the beauty of the meadows. They shall vanish. They shall vanish like smoke. The wicked man borrows without repaying, but the just man is generous and gives. Those blessed by the Lord shall own the land, but those he has cursed shall be destroyed. The Lord guides the steps of a man and makes safe the path of one he loves. Though he stumble, he shall never fall, for the Lord holds him by the hand. I was young, and now I am old, but I have never seen the just man forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All the day he is generous and lends, and his children become a blessing. Then. Turn away from evil and do good, and you shall have a home forever. For the Lord loves justice and will never forsake his friends. The unjust shall be wiped out forever and the children of the wicked destroyed. The just shall inherit the land, there they shall live forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. 
Turn, turn away from evil. Learn to do God's will. And the Lord will strengthen you if you obey him. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. The just man's mouth utters wisdom, and his lips speak what is right. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps shall be saved from stumbling. The wicked man watches for the just and seeks occasion to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his power, nor let him be condemned when he is judged. Then wait for the Lord, keep to his way. It is he who will free you from the wicked, raise you up to possess the land and see the wicked destroyed. I have seen the wicked triumphant, towering like a cedar of Lebanon. I passed by again. He was gone. I searched. He was nowhere to be found. See the just man. Mark the upright. For the peaceful man a future lies in store. But sinners shall all be destroyed. No future lies in store for the wicked. The salvation of the just comes from the Lord, their stronghold in time of distress. The Lord helps them and delivers them and saves them, for their refuge is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. You proclaim the poor to be blessed, Lord Jesus, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Fill us generously with your gifts. Teach us to put our trust in the Father and to seek his kingdom first of all, rather than imitate the powerful and envy the rich. Wait for the Lord to lead, then follow in his way. The Lord led this holy man along a sure path. He showed him the kingdom of God. From the second book of Samuel. David's army took the field against Israel, and a battle was fought in the forest near Mahanaim. The forces of Israel were defeated by David's servants, and the casualties that day were heavy, 20,000 men. The battle spread out over the entire region, and the thickets consumed more combatants that day than did the sword. Absalom unexpectedly came up against David's servants. He was mounted on a mule, and as the mule passed under the branches of a large terebinth, his hair caught fast in the tree. He hung between heaven and earth, while the mule he had been riding uh, ran off. Someone saw this and reported to Joab that he had seen Absalom hanging from a terebinth. Job said to his informant, If you saw him, why did you not strike him to the ground on the spot? Then it would have been my duty to give you fifty pieces of silver and a belt. But the man replied to Job, Even if I already had a thousand pieces of silver in my two hands, I would not harm the king's son. For the king charged you and Abishai and Ittai in our hearing to protect the youth Absalom for his sake. Had I been disloyal and killed him, the whole matter would have come to the attention of the king and you would stand aloof. 
Job replied, I will not waste time with you in this way. And taking three pikes in hand, he thrust for the heart of Absalom still hanging from the tree alive. Next, ten of Job's young armor-bearers closed in on Absalom and killed him with further blows. Job then sounded the horn, and the soldiers turned back from the pursuit of the Israelites because Job called to them to halt. Absalom was taken up and cast into a deep pit in the forest, and a very large mound of stones was erected over him. And all the Israelites fled to their own tents. Now David was sitting between the two gates, and a lookout mounted to the roof of the gate above the city wall where he looked about and saw a man running all alone. The lookout shouted to inform the king, who said, If he is alone, he has good news to report. As he kept coming nearer, the lookout spied another runner. From his place atop the gate, he cried out, There is another man running by himself. And the king responded, He too is bringing good news. Then the lookout said, I notice that the first one runs like Ahimaaz, son of Zadok. The king replied, He is a good man. He comes with good news. Then Ahimaaz came out, called out, and greeted the king. With face to the ground, he paid homage to the king and said, Blessed be the Lord your God, who has delivered up the man who rebelled against my lord the king. But the king asked, Is the youth Absalom safe? And Ahimaaz replied, I saw a great disturbance when the king's servant Joab sent your servant on, but I do not know what it was. Then the king said, Step aside and remain in attendance here. So he stepped aside and remained there. When the Cushite came in, he said, Let my lord the king receive the good news that this day the Lord has taken your part, freeing you from the grasp of all who rebelled against you. But the king asked the Cushite, Is young Absalom safe? The Cushite replied, May the enemies of my lord the king and, and all who rebel against you with evil intent be as that young man. The king was shaken and went to the room over the city gate to weep. He said as he wept, My son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died instead of you, Absalom, my son, my son. Job told that the king was weeping and mourning for Absalom, and that day's victory was turned into mourning for the whole army when they heard about that the king was grieving for his son. The soldiers stole into the city that day like men shamed by flight in battle. Meanwhile, the king covered his face, and cried out in a loud voice, My son Absalom, Absalom, my son, my son. The Word of the Lord If an enemy had taunted me, I could have tolerated it. But, but you, my closest friend, whose pleasant companionship I enjoyed, have turned against me. The king was deeply moved and went up to the room over the city gate and wept. And as he went, he cried out, But you, my closest friend, 
whose pleasant companionship I enjoy, have turned against me. A reading from the Rule of Benedict, Abbot Whenever you begin any good work, you should first of all make a most pressing appeal to Christ our Lord, to bring it to perfection, that he who has honored us by counting us among his children may never be grieved by our evil deeds. For we must always serve him with the good things he has given us in such a way that he may never, as an angry father disinherits his son or even like a master who inspires fear, grow impatient with our sins and consign us to everlasting punishment like wicked servants who would not follow him to glory. So we should at long last rouse ourselves, prompted by the words of Scripture, Now is the time for us to rise from sleep. Our eyes should be open to the God-given light, and we should listen in wonderment to the message of the divine voice as it daily cries out, Today, if you shall hear his voice, harden not your hearts. And again, if anyone has ears to hear, Let him listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And what does the Spirit say? Come, my sons, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Hurry, while you have the light of life, so that death's darkness may not overtake you. And the Lord, as he seeks the one who will do his work among the throng of people to whom he makes that appeal, says again, Which of you wants to live to the full? Who loves long life and the enjoyment of prosperity? And if when you hear this you say, I do, God says to you, If you desire true and everlasting life, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And when you have done these things, my eyes will be upon you and my ears will be attentive to your prayers. And before you call upon my name, I shall say to you, Behold, I am here. What could be more delightful, dearest brothers, than the voice of our Lord's invitation to us? In his loving kindness, he reveals to us the way of life. And so, girded with faith and the performance of good works, let us follow in his paths by the guidance of the gospel. Then we shall deserve to see him who has called us into his kingdom. If we wish to attain a dwelling place in his kingdom, we shall not reach it unless we hasten there by our good deeds. Just as there exists an evil fervor, a bitter spirit, which divides us from God and leads us to hell, so there is a good fervor, which sets us apart from evil inclinations and leads us toward God and eternal life. Monks should put this fervor into practice with an overflowing love. That is, they should surpass each other in mutual esteem, accept their weaknesses, either of body or of behavior, with the utmost patience, and vie with each other in acceding to requests. No one should follow what he considers to be good for himself, but rather what seems good for another. They should display brotherly love in the chaste manner, fear God in a spirit of love, revere their abbot with a genuine and submissive affection, Let them put Christ before all else, and may he lead us all to everlasting life. Wishing to please God alone, Benedict left his home and patrimony to enter the religious life. He lived as a hermit in the presence of the all-seeing God. 
He withdrew from the world of men, knowingly unacquainted with its ways, and wisely unlearned in its wisdom. He lived as a hermit in the presence of the all-seeing God. Let us pray. O God, who made the abbot St. Benedict an outstanding master in the school of divine service, grant, we pray, that, putting nothing before love of you, we may hasten with loving hearts in the way of your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. The compassion and the power of Jesus in today's Gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Benedict, July 11, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we once again hear the really ridiculous arguments that the Pharisees make, and the Lord tells his disciples, we need more people to help us. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As they were going away, behold, a dumb demoniac was brought to Jesus. And when the demon had been cast out, the dumb man spoke, and the crowds marveled. Never was anything like this seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He casts out demons by the prince of demons. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every infirmity. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Like St. Benedict, we are called to evangelize the world. Oh, I can't do that, you say. Well, sure you can. It's better to do a little than to do nothing. And if all of us did a little, we could change the world. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. An ancient proverb proclaims it better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Complaining about the evils in society is not appropriate behavior for the sons and daughters of God. If each Christian decides to carry out the task at hand to completion, we will change the world as the first Christians did. They were few, but they had a living and operative faith. It's a big mistake not to do anything with the excuse that perhaps one can do so little. A letter in appreciation of a good article can encourage an editor or journalist to publish others along the same lines. Recommending a good book can be an occasion for the Holy Spirit to act in transforming a soul. Calmly speaking up to clarify a matter of doctrine can confirm someone in a point of faith. With the grace of God, 
all of our actions can have unsuspected repercussions. We have to realize that doing good is always more attractive than doing evil. To reach our goals, we also need to count on the help of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the Holy Guardian Angels, and on the fortitude we derive from the communion of saints, which affects even those souls most alienated from God. There are many reasons for being optimistic. With a supernatural optimism, its roots sunk in the faith, nourished by hope and given wings by love. We have to imbue all strata of society with a Christian spirit. We cannot be satisfied with mere good desires. Each and every person, there where he works, can find God in his task and needs to be concerned through his prayer, mortification, and professional work well finished to sanctify himself and his work and to sanctify others in the truth so that Christ may be proclaimed Lord of all earthly activities. We can take advantage of every occasion, including business or recreational trips, as did the first Christians who, traveling or settling in regions where Christ had not been proclaimed, bore courageous witness to their faith and founded the first communities. Today we entrust St. Benedict with this common task of re-Christianizing society. We ask his help to proclaim the perennial youth of the Church by our words and deeds. Above all, we ask him to gain for us an increase in personal holiness, the foundation of all apostolate worthy of the name. I see dawning, Pope John Paul II points out, a new missionary age, which will become a radiant day, bearing an abundant harvest, if all Christians, missionaries, and young churches in particular Respond with generosity and holiness to the calls and challenges of our times. Holy Mary, Queen of Europe and of the world, pray for all those who continue each day on their way towards Christ. Pray for us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. We continue praying with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Defend me, O God, and plead my cause against a godless nation. From deceitful and cunning men rescue me, O God. Since you, O God, are my stronghold, why have you rejected me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? O send forth your light and your truth. Let these be my guide. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And I will come to the altar of God, the God of my joy. My Redeemer, I will thank you on the harp, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior. And my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, 
and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Father, source of everlasting light, send forth your truth into our hearts and pour over us the brightness of your light. Lord, send forth your light and your truth. Lord, keep us safe all the days of our lives. Lord, keep keep us safe all the days of our lives. Once I said, in the noontime of life I must depart to the gates of the netherworld where I shall be consigned for the rest of my years. I said, I shall see the Lord no more in the land of the living. No longer shall I behold my fellow men among those who dwell in the world. My dwelling, like a shepherd's tent, is struck down and borne away from me. You have folded up my life like a weaver who severs the last thread. Day and night you give me over to torment. I cry out until the dawn. Like a lion he breaks all my bones. Day and night you give me over to torment. Like a swallow I utter shrill cries. I moan like a dove. My eyes grow weak, gazing heavenward. O Lord, I am in straits. Be my surety. You have preserved my life from the pit of destruction. When you cast behind your back all my sins. For it is not the netherworld that gives you thanks, nor death that praises you. Neither do those who go down into the pit await your kindness. The living, the living give you thanks, as I do today. Fathers declare to their sons, O God, your faithfulness. The Lord is our Savior. We shall sing to stringed instruments in the house of the Lord all the days of our life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, keep keep us us safe all the days of our life. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you, O God, our praise is due in Zion. To you our praise is due in Zion, O God. To you we pay our vows, you who hear our prayer. To you all flesh will come with its burden of sin. Too heavy for us are offenses, but you wipe them away. Blessed is he whom you choose and call to dwell in your courts. We are filled with the blessings of your house, of your holy temple. You keep your pledge with wonders, O God, our Savior, the hope of all the earth and of far distant isles. You uphold the mountains with your strength. You are girded with power. You still the roaring of the seas the roaring of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. The ends of the earth stand in awe at the sight of your wonders. The lands of sunrise and sunset you fill with your joy. You care for the earth. Give it water. You fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. 
and thus you provide for the earth. You drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat. They shout for joy, yes, they sing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, hope of all the earth, hear the humble prayer of your children as we sing your praises. Pour out your Spirit on us, so that our lives may bear fruit abundantly. To you, O God, our our praise is due in Zion. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Brothers, I beg you, through the mercy of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the depths of his heart, the law of God is his guide. In the the depths depths of of his heart, the the law law of God God is his guide. guide. He will never lose his way. The law law of of God God is is his guide. guide. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. In the the depths depths of of his heart, the law of God God is his guide. He lived a holy life, Benedict, blessed in name and in grace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, He promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. He lived a holy life. Benedict, blessed in name and in grace. 
My brothers, let us praise Christ, asking to serve Him and to be holy and righteous in His sight all the days of our life. Let us acclaim Him. Lord, You You alone are the Holy One. You desire to experience everything we experience but sin. Have mercy on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, You You alone are the Holy One. You called us to love perfectly. Make us holy, Lord Jesus. Lord, You alone are the Holy One. You commissioned us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let Your light shine on us, Lord Jesus. Lord, You You alone are the Holy One. You desire to serve, not to be served. Help us, Lord Jesus, to give humble service to you and to our neighbors. Lord, you You alone are the Holy One. You are in the form of God, sharing in the splendor of the Father. Lord Jesus, let us see the glory of your face. Lord, you alone are the Holy One. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but to deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who made the abbot St. Benedict an outstanding master in the school of divine service, grant, we pray, that, putting nothing before love of you, we may hasten with loving hearts in the way of your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. A happy feast day to all Benedictines, and especially to my dear old friend, Sister Linda Solar, and a reminder of the old Benedictine saying, Ora et labora. Pray and work. Morning Air with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours courtesy of DivineOffice.org Readings from In Conversation with God courtesy of Scepter Publishers Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.